0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Animation Newscast. It's your favorite host of the most on the bomb. And it is September seventeenth, twenty twenty one and we have just a normal size newscast today got a decent amount of anime news and some new stuff some new anime hype to get ready for next year and yeah let's get right into it and then a little little update of where we're at in the middle as a podcast and stuff like that nothing bad just like you know the break we took and everything and uh yeah let's get it let's get on with it though let's do it first i want to dedicate this newscast to norm Macdonald, who's a very very famous on snl he was uh, in some movies he was in billy madison he was a very loved comedian uh he kind of uh definitely teetered the line sometimes especially during uh live events uh you know like live television events um you know um definitely a lot of stuff he said back then would probably i mean it shouldn't have flied back then either but definitely would not fly today um, but, you know, he kind of understood that as a comedian, I think, too. Um, he was silently battling cancer. You know, he just didn't tell anybody. Um, but, yeah. So this episode is dedicated to Norm McDonald. Um, I tried to get some, like, more tabletop news as well. <clears throat> but I could not, like, I, I I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to do more tabletop news, you know. And, um, yeah, it's just a... Uh, it's kind of tough, but that's okay, because I still got some regardless, obviously, um, but you know, I don't know, you let me know if it's if it's even worth it, you know what I mean? It, tell me if it's even worth it or not. You know, I think it's I think it's pretty exciting, but you know, if, if not, then let me know. Um, I'm just trying to get back into tabletop, really, you know. I want to be able to, like, cover all the nerdy stuff. But anyway let's let's do it let's just let's just get into it okay um let's see phantom breaker omnia game delayed till early 2022 it was already delayed once but this is the the fighting game based on phantom breaker um this is supposed to come out on every system uh but yeah there's there's a couple it's like a multimedia franchise there was phantom breaker battlegrounds um launched on the Switch was was kind of like a, a side scroll action um, uh, then there's the reg- the regular Phantom Breaker game which I don't remember what that was. I think it was just an RPG or JRPG. Um or no, it was that the original. No, 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 yeah. There's Battlegrounds which is like a side scroll uh beat 'em up kind of with like they're, they're like chibi versions of themselves. Um but yeah, it's a really cool like battle girl um kind of anime art. It's really cool. I really like it. So Phantom, Phantom Breaker Omnia is the the new fighting game entry in it and it's it's been delayed and then it's got delayed again until now it's delayed till or just as early 2022. Uh premium bandai so if you're not here's let me just explain something to you guys, okay? For those just for the people who don't know. If you do know then that's that's great. But for the people who don't know. So <clears throat> if you're into Bandai stuff and when I say Bandai stuff, I mean products that they fucking make of over franchises that they have rights to. So Gundam, uh, Digimon, Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I think they even do the, the My Hero games and One Piece games too. Whatever. Um, they're they're probably the the like number one like plum makers, model makers in the Japanese model making world. There's also Kotobukiya and there's also like flame toys and other places, but, um, they do, they have like Digimon. They even have like some Jujutsu Kaisen stuff. They do a lot of Shonen Jump stuff. Uh, Gundam is their big thing. But so premium Bandai was this thing where it was for Japanese only, right? So, uh or the japanese or i think it was they only did service in asia so like china jet japan thailand whatever and it was it it was like this exclusive thing except not really because it's free but anyway it was kind of this exclusive thing where it's like you sign up for it and you get all these offers and whatever you get first dibs at like pre-ordering the special stuff um Band like the regular Bandai store will have stuff that's like for everybody to order, you know, and then premium Bandai is like their premium products. So anybody can sign up for premium Bandai and be a part of it. It's just that these products are limited to premium Bandai. It's kind of like, you know, our anime summit extra stuff like our let's play and when we do game let's plays when we do just random shit, whatever it goes in our anime summit extra channel that stuff is relegated to that channel. This is kind of the same concept, except it's like limited stuff. Like we're only going to make a certain number of these and it'll be a premium Bandai product. So like for the Gundam Gunpla expo a couple weekends ago, there were certain, there were certain model kits that were exclusive to that expo, meaning they reveal them. And then they said, these are going to be up on pre-order on premium Bandai for, you know, uh, from uh, for a week you know it was only until like a couple years ago that they became a worldwide service so now we have it here in america so um i signed up right away and i was able to get like the dragon ball super demo decks those were free like they sometimes you just offer free stuff you know what i mean and you just like pay for shipping or whatever the hell it is and so today on premium Bandai, they... So, you know how Pokemon card game has, like, the Elite Trainer box, and it comes with, like, a bunch of sleeves, a bunch of energies, uh, a few booster packs, some some promo cards. It's, like, a big thing. They released... Today, they put up for pre-order the Digimon Elite Trainer box, or Tamers Evolution box number two. It comes with a Digimon playmat. It comes with a deck box. It comes with... Um, let's see what else. Hold on a sec. It comes with a memory counter board. So like you know, a board for you to count your memory, which is how you pay for a memory gauge, which is how you pay play, uh, pay for stuff in the game. Uh, Digi Egg sleeves, so five sleeves, um, and it's got it's a character sleeve with uh, uh, Demi Vmon, Digimon, and Koromon. and uh, a pack of fifty sleeves uh, featuring all the protagonists Digimon. So we have Geoagumon, Vimon, Guilmon, Agumon, Shoutmon, and Agunimon. A deck box with the same art and alternative art cards that are reprints of current cards. So we have a Goonimon, Agumon, shaman It's basically showcasing like all the main, the main bitches, and then obviously the box comes in, and that is seventy dollars. So like, why is it a premium thing? Why is it a premium Bandai thing? Even why is it called premium Bandai, even though it's free? It's 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 free, but the, it's called premium Bandai because they only make a limited number of them. So <clears throat> pre-orders opened. Today and they go until October. So, when the longer the the date is like that, the window is, the more likely it is that they made a lot of them. So you probably get a chance to get it. Um, it's seventy dollars. Um, I happen to have P Bandai orders coming. I pre ordered some Gundam Expo kits that were exclusive P Bandai Expo kits. So, what some people will do is that they'll they'll pre order like, like like five of them and then do an upcharge at their store or whatever the fuck. Premium Bandai tries to put a cap on that on certain items. They'll say limit one per person or limit two per person. So there's no cap limit on this one. So you could pre-order like 10 of these right now if you want, I think. Or I think, let's see. Yeah, the quantity goes up to like 30. So you could pre-order. They've clearly made a shit ton of these. Anyway... I just thought you'd like to know that if you're a Digimon card player, the Tamer's Evolution Box 2 is now up there. And if you it's $70 if you want to pre-order it right now. I think the $70 alone is worth the the sleeves, the the art promos, and the mat, honestly. That's $70 by itself. And then you're getting a deck box, a memory gauge, and a box to carry it all in with it. So, um, You should sign up for Premium Bandai, though, because it's free. It's, you, you, you get email notifications when things are about to go live, so you can set a date on your phone be like, okay, this Gunpla-exclusive P-Bandai Gunpla kit goes live tomorrow, so set a reminder for myself so I can pre-order it, whatever. Anyway, there's my 10-minute P-Bandai rant. Sorry about that. There is now a Chapter 2 for Deltarune coming out. So Deltarune is like the parallel side story to Undertale, and there is now a Deltarune Chapter 2 that's been announced. They posted a status update on the game today saying, Hi everyone, the world has been really tough for everybody recently. Yeah, <laughs> you're telling me. So I decided to release Deltarune Chapter 2 for free. I guess like a pet cat, that drops bugs at your doorstep. I can, with some pride, show you the weird things I've been doing. I'm not sure if it will help, but I hope so. Just one request, please remember, games like this aren't normally free. If you can afford it, spend the money you saved from getting this game for free by supporting other indie devs. If you really want to give me money, buy the soundtrack from Bandcamp. Thank you. Um, a lot of things happened with the development of the game. Engines changed. Areas got redesigned. More and more people were hired. Two people I want to thank specifically are Sarah and Temi. Temi has stuck with the project doing the art for about five years now. I don't think she really needs an introduction. Almost everything in the game was drawn by her. And Sarah has been working on Deltarune since she brought Chapter 1 to Nintendo Switch since 2018. She's the one that works really hard all all the parts you don't think about. She's really a a reliable person that's helped out with everything behind the scenes for years. Thanks, Sarah. Although it's no longer a solo project, I tried very hard to communicate my vision. I designed and wrote everything. I gave feedback on literally every single part of the game. Thanks to everyone, we were able to complete the chapter a lot faster than I could ever do it by myself. I'm very proud of the team so look at the, so please look at the credits and they list all the credits of everybody who helped out and and whatever and then they said we gained a lot of experience on this chapter i believe it's the biggest chapter in the entire game in many ways the cutscene count is the largest the story involves many characters and there are many other aspects that made it a challenging chapter for next time i think if we can expand the team a little more the things will really kick off maybe N- next chapters Originally, I planned to release chapters only when all of them are finished. But honestly, it's hard both for creators and fans to go a long time without a release. So I changed my mind. I think most people will be happy about this. My next goal is to complete chapters 3, 4, and 5 for next time. Then, at that time, I will ask for people to buy the game. At the price of the first 5 chapters, including 1 and 2. I don't know the price yet, but it's definitely going to cost more than Undertale. So next time you want to ask, when's chapter 3? You can ask, when can I buy Chapter 3, 4, and 5? I'll give you a lot of money. <laughs> I won't know the answer until it's done, though. Closing thoughts This game is filled with an enormous volume of stupid garbage. Please have fun experiencing it all. Dig through it, and you might find me sleeping at the bottom of the dumpster. Please don't take away my pillow. I think I'd like to take a break for a while. Yeah, so I've never played any of these games, but I really want to. Um, Art of the Girlfriend's really into it, Undertale. And yeah, I really should get on that um oops hold on a second some Nickelodeon random shit THQ Nordic released Spongebob Krusty Cookoff for the Nintendo Switch but if you can't stop spending money on Spongebob games then you might be interested in Spongebob Squarepants the Cosmic Shake (laughs) (laughs) and also there's like a re-release happening of like one of their old games or whatever I don't remember which one it was a really popular Spongebob game Ren and Stimpy confirmed for Nickelodeon All-Star Battle so yeah Ren and Stimpy you idiot I just dated myself really hard there, probably. I used to love that cartoon show. It's super weird and inappropriate. Uh, crypto returns in Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed next year. Crypto is back to subjugate the earth and Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobed, a remake of the PlayStation 2 and Xbox Air game originally developed by Pandemic. Like the remake of the first Destroy All Humans, Black Forest Games is handling the development duties this time around. So, yeah, dude, I think they announced this a bit ago, but it got delayed um, but we should be getting it sometime in 2022 is what it says. Um, conquer Middle Earth on your phone next week in Lord of the Rings Rise to War. NetEase and Warner Brothers Entertainment are bringing expansive wars in Middle Earth to the palm of your hands. Now announced to release next week. Lord of the Rings Rise to War is described as a geostrategic seasonal war game for mobile devices. So, yeah, I mean, I watched a little trailer. It does look pretty cool. It's a little strategic uh, tactical Game kinda of like kinda of reminds me of like Total War or Civilization. Maybe like a smaller scale Civilization, obviously, but like, you know, kinda of reminds me of those games. Sega and Atlas T's new RPG announcement for Tokyo Game Show. Uh Sega and Atlas are set to unveil a new RPG during day two of the Tokyo Game Show 2021, which is October first. We already knew the companies would have the last presentation of the day according to the event schedule. And they're gearing up to conclude the second round of live streams with a bang. The publisher has set up a special website for the unannounced title that plays a japanese narrated cinematic of an ink quill drawing three fanta- drawing 3 fantastical-looking characters overlooking a scenic cliff. It also shows flashes of different characters in melancholy scenes, such as what appears to be a slain woman. The animation concludes by taking viewers to a homepage that currently has a countdown clock ticking down in the game's reveal at TGS. Translated next to the video's description simply t- states, This is a teaser trailer for Sega's new RPG whose information will be unveiled online at Tokyo Game Show 2021 on October 1st, 2021, Friday. Yeah, it looks really cool. I went to the website and checked it out. It looks really sweet. I'm not sure at all what this is supposed to be or if it's supposed to be something that's an existing franchise or something that's supposed to be new. It looks new, obviously, but, you know, obviously we won't know until whatever. But it looks like Atlas is doing the the developing, and it's going to be by Sega, so it's going to be really sick. It's a pretty good team-up. Um, by the time you listen to this on Saturday, it'll be Batman Day, so I'm not sure what you're celebrating or how you're going to celebrate Batman Day. I personally would like to celebrate the one where he gets his ass kicked the most, because, I don't know, Batman's not that hype to me anymore. But, I mean, if we're, like, being real for real, though, I think one of my favorite Batman stories is Nightfall. It's a very classic comic from back in the day. It is it is what, it is. There are elements in that comic that was partly used in *The Dark Knight Rises*, such as Bane breaking his back and uh, everything like that. So, but yeah, that's it, I just like Bane a lot too. Bane's like one of my favorites. So, um, let's move that to the end. Let's see, *Battlefield 2042* has been delayed until later this year. So, I'm not sure when it was originally supposed to come out. I think it was supposed to come out in October now it's they're saying later in the year uh they're saying november so if you're excited about that you gotta hold on a little bit longer castlevania advanced collection rated for ps4 xbox one switch and pc in taiwan meaning that we probably are getting it here castlevania advanced collection would include the games um circle of the moon harmony of dissonance and aria of sorrow yeah if you've never played any of these games they're really fucking good. They are super good. The the Castlevania Game Boy Advance games are just so fucking good. Like, so amazing. Um, you play Justy Belmont in Harmony of Dissonance. Um, Circle of the Moon, you play somebody named Nathan Graves. Who happens to be wielding the Vampire Killer at the moment? I don't remember how he's related to the Belmont. If he is, um, but he's a still cool character. And then Castlevania: Aria of Sorrow is the first game where we see Soma Cruz, and he is the end, he's the protagonist in later games like on the DS ones, Dawn of Sorrow, and everything like that. But yeah, the the first one is clearly his best one. The advanced ones are just so great. Um, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. If you pre-order the double pack you they comes with a bunch of shit so like you can even go on i think you can go on gamestop right now and it comes with um it comes with uh like these like a like a special pin set and then it comes with some other shit it doesn't really say, it doesn't say brilliant diamond oh maybe it's just the pin set but anyway the doubles the double sets only 120 bucks you know considering um considering each one is $60, you know, it's whatever, you know, I guess it's like, if you're going to buy both anyway. Um, but to be fair also, if you want them like in their own separate cases, I think that would be the way to go. Cause I don't know how they're going to package the double pack thing, but, um, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm definitely going to get Pearl, uh, Anthony Mackey, uh, who plays the Falcon in the Marvel cinematic universe. He is now cast in a live action twisted metal TV series that is gonna be cool. I love Twisted Metal. I, I know I'm probably dating myself talking about Twisted Metal as well. But if you've never heard of Twisted Metal, it's this fucking weird post-apocalyptic, destroyed city, crazy shit where um, it's like a race battling game. I think. Well, there's different modes, and in some of the games, there's different modes. There's like there's racing, then there's like straight up battling. Um, But everyone's got, like, this weird, souped-up, fantastical, like, vehicle with guns and bombs and shit on it and whatever. Really cool. Uh, New Nintendo Switch update. Now you can be paired with Bluetooth audio devices. Finally. Sheesh. Fucking take 15 years. Uh, Apple reveals the family of the iPhone 13 devices. Pro models include a 120Hz display. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of the iPhone, but there's the iPhone 13 Pro and the 13 Pro Max. The Pro Max is obviously bigger. Um, 699 for the iPhone 13 mini, and then 799 for the iPhone 13. And the Pro is 999 and the Pro Max are I dollars mean, I mean 1099 but I just said $1099. Uh, what, what, I could have just said $1,100. $1,100. Um not not really a fan of iphones but like i said um you know for the for the homies for the homies out there who are uh into the iphones i personally love my ipad i actually need to get a new one to be honest with you i want a new one so there's this new game coming out called toem uh t-o-e-m toem Uh, It's coming out for the PS5, Switch, and the PC. And it's made by... Publisher Something We Made. Developed by Something We Made. And it should be coming out... Today. Actually. I think it came out. September 17th. 2021. And the game... Like... Very much like... um, Like it uses that... That 2.5D thing. So if you've ever played like Paper Mario... Um, where everything and all the characters are like, you know, flat, but you can walk up and down like in a 3d surface. It's, it's exactly like that, except everything is hand drawn. So, um, all the, all of the, the things you're seeing on screen are, are hand drawn, like on a, you know, um, it just looks really cool. It's, it's got like a hand drawn look to it as well. Um everything is like kind of in in gray scale you know black white and gray and it looks like a, a like a fucking picture pop-up book like you're playing on it's really fucking cool um set off on a delightful expedition and use your photographic eye to uncover the mysteries of the magical toem in this hand-drawn adventure game chat with quirky characters solve their problems by snapping neat photos and make your way through a la- relaxing landscape yeah it's like some puzzle mystery like you're supposed to use your camera to like take certain pictures to do certain things and get through the game pretty cool um let's see steel assault this is another indie game that looks really sweet this is like a 16 bit pixel platforming game very reminiscent of uh the classic ninja gaiden games and kind of like the sega contra games like contra hardcore and uh it looks super sweet i mean if you're into those kinds of games and you're into like the classic side scrolling action games. This game looks super dope. Uh, Tribute Games is is one of the devs on it and if you know anything about them, I mean they're they're fucking they're, they're doing the shit, man. They they do all kinds of cool classic revival type video games, so very cool. Um Monster Hunter Rise collab with Mega Man 11, you can now get an event quest reward, the Rush costume for uh your palamute. So yeah, basically rush from Mega Man. Uh let's see. Okay, here we are on the Tabletop News. So Digimon right now is still in the BT5 format where the latest set is BT5. Um basically set 5. I don't know what BT stands for to be honest with you. I think it stands I think it's supposed to stand for Bandai Trading card game so yeah it's like bt whatever anyway doesn't matter uh so that's the set that we've all been playing with for like the past you know a couple months now um bt6 was supposed to come out in a couple weeks but that has now been delayed to november um bt6 kind of centers around uh it's called double diamond i don't remember i don't remember exactly what the set is it's kind of, I think it's centered around like the tamer saga um but there's like yeah there's there's like a Goonimon and and um Aosman. there's some reprints of like the of like angeloman and such and whatever there's the Aasman combo there's the three musketeers oh I think that that's I think that's what it is it's it centers around the three musketeers the 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 royal knights. Kind of like those weird factions within the digital world. There's also some promo cards that come with it, and also my waifu Bellstarmon that comes out in it. Anyway, that's now delayed till November. So, but we got leaks from BT Seven, and the new the new mechanic in the game, um, Jogress Evolution or Digivolution. Uh, so, so the way it works. Is um oh, sorry, no, it's not BT7, I think it's BT8. Yeah, BT7 centers around Susanumon and chaos mon or Lusamon fall down mode and Shirubimon. It focuses like on the it focuses on like the 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 re- religious bitches or whatever the fuck. Um, but we got like this new kind of leak thing today. I think it might have been for BT-8, now that I think about it. But, so basically, for those of you who are fans of Digimon, you know what a DNA Digivolution is. It's where two Digimon digivolve together and become one cooler, awesome Digimon. And so they revealed a new mechanic in which you can do that. So, before, the way they handled DNA Digimon in in the game. Now, the way they handle them now is like, okay, you have Omnimon, right. And obviously, uh, Omnimon the, so the way Omnimon is, if you've seen like Digimon or you've seen the movie or, you know, um, Omnimon digivolves from WarGreymon and MetalGarurumon fusing together to become Omnimon. Um, the way they handle it in the game is Omnimon, the card can digivolve from a red, Level six or a blue level six Digimon, so you know there wasn't really any need to digivolve. Like you know there was no mechanic for DNA digivolving. It was just like, oh, you can put it on top of a red or blue level six. It doesn't matter. So the way DNA digivolve works or jogress digivolution works in the the game now is what you do is, um, the Digimon you're digivolving into. Uh, has two colors instead of like one color, so like, um, like Magic Digimon has k- different colored cards, and and are like white shorts. And so like you put two stacks of Digimon together, and you put the the new Digimon on top with the two colors. And if you had Digivolution sources, you get all the inheritable effects of like you basically get inheritable effects of two different colors. It's pretty crazy. So that's pretty exciting. Um, remember a bit ago we talked about the Pokemon V Union cards where they were. It was basically four cards put together to make one big, long, horizontal card. So you took four cards, um, two on top, two on bottom, you know, vertically like a normal card, and then make one big, longer card one or one bigger card. Kind of like the legend cards, except those were two cards that you put horizontally to make a bigger one. Um, the V Union card is four cards, and the way so we we didn't know how you how it worked. Remember when we talked about it a couple months ago? We didn't know how it worked and how how you how you summon it or how you play it or whatever. So basically, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. You have to get you have to get all four pieces of the cards in your discard pile and then you can you can play it. So it says each Pokemon V Union is four separate cards that combine to form a larger card. All four parts have this all four parts have the same name. So using the above example you can only have four total Mewtwo V Union cards in your deck. If you have all four parts of the same Pokemon V Union in the discard pile, you can put them into play and assemble the larger Pokemon V Union once it's in play treat it like a normal pokemon it takes up one spot on your bench and can only have one pokemon tool attached etc also all four parts of a specific pokemon v union in your deck must be part of the same full illustration um so the for example the so now we have them translated because i'm reading this off of the pokemon us website um mewtwo v union is 310 hp each part of the card has an attack and one part of it has a Pokemon ability. And the ability is prevent all effects of attacks from your opponent, Pokemon done to this Pokemon. So basically no effects nothing. If you have a move that can if you have a move that can poison Mewtwo, doesn't matter. Doesn't work. If you have a move that can put him to sleep or put them to paraly- par- paralysis or whatever, doesn't can't do it. Or anything that even says, like, you know, you're the active Pokemon can't do this next turn. Doesn't matter. And then it has a move that does 300 damage. So, and then Psyplosion, which is 3 energy, 2 psychic, 1 colorless. Put 16 damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon in any way you like. Yeah, imagine how fucked up that is, right? Because your opponent could have 3 Pokemon that are toolboxes, right? They're just techs. And they're... They're 70 HP each or or 90 HP each. I'll just put 90, I'll just put nine of those on one and seven on the other and knock out two at the same time. If you couple this with like, you know, Hunchcrow sniping or Greninja sniping, you know what I mean? And then you play the Mewtwo from your discard pile. Boom, Cyplosion, you're done. And it only takes three energy. It's pretty broken. So So the way you're probably wondering, well, how do you get them in the discard pile? Well, if you get them in your hand, you can use Ultra Ball. Um, Ultra Ball, you discard two cards to search for a Pokemon. Um, There's also a special supporter card that comes with each V Union pack um, that says take two cards from your deck, put them in the the discard pile. Um, So, yeah. Um, There's also Familiar Bell. Search your deck for a Pokemon with the same name as the Pokemon in your discard pile. Reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your deck. And then there's also uh, Poke Kid, Pokekid supporter. Search your deck for a Pokémon, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your deck. Um, there's also Heavy Ball. Search your deck for a Pokémon with retreat cost of three or more, reveal it, put it into your hand, shuffle your deck afterward. So you could literally Heavy Ball. Uh, you could you could run three Heavy Ball, run four of them if you want. Just play all of them at one time, and then put them all into the in your hand, and then use Ultra Ball or Familiar Bell or whatever, Mysterious Treasure, discard a card from your hand if you do search your deck for a dark, or Dragon Pokemon, uh, whatever. There's there's plenty of cards to do it. So there's also Zacian V Union. Z- Zacian? Zacian V Union? Uh, it has an attack with 3 Steel Energy and a Colorless Master Blade for 340, but you have to discard to do that, so, I don't know, not super worth it. There's also Greninja V Union. This one's probably the most broken one. Um... It's got a move called Twister Shuriken. This attack does 100 damage to each of your opponent's bench Pokemon. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, your your opponent basically can't play anything on the bench uh, that is under 100 HP. Uh, if they do, you know, um, there are already people who are trying to make speed version decks of this. Like, how fast can we get out of the Union? Um, also, Gen Con is going on right now. And the Games Workshop announced a new Warhammer Underworld season. And Games Workshop also announced a new Kill Team starter set for Warhammer 40K. So that is pretty sweet. Uh, It's called Kill Team, and that's pretty dope. Um, And also, Weisschwartz has now announced, uh, or they've now come out with the new Love Live Superstar Trial deck, and we should be getting the booster set very soon. And they have also announced Dragon Maid sets. So yeah, RIP my wallet, there it goes. Gone, Dunyans. So yeah, pretty exciting stuff. That is all the gaming news, nerdy news I have. Not really a lot of movie news right now. I mean, the Matrix trailer, that was pretty cool, but I think we talked about that last week. Um, Not too much, not too much stuff, really um Steve from Blue's Clues is amazing right I, that, that's yeah was isn't a lot, a lot of, not a lot of movie news because I feel like a lot of the movie news lately is just like Marvel cinematic stuff and whatever so anyway let's take a small break right here and we'll be back with the anime news and of course links.animesummit.net. you can find everything right there where to listen where to follow all that good stuff and also, I just kind of want to just remind everyone. Just kind of reminder. I don't know. I've, I've probably explained this a numerous amount of times already in the past couple of weeks, but um, we we kind of felt that the last couple of episodes we had were kind of just like they were planned last minute. Um, you know, like normally we plan things ahead of time so we can give ourselves time to like watch stuff. You know, like oh, we're doing a review on this show, so let's set it for two weeks from now so we have two weeks to watch it. You know, things like that. And the last two episodes we kind of put out were kind of like. Well, this week we had the Radio Hour, but I mean the two, the, the two episodes before that, we we I, I kind of felt like we're, they were just kind of like they were last minute, kind of discussion topics, and discussion topics are fun, but they're a little bit more fun when you can kind of plan for them a little better, and um, I kind of I think we kind of just felt like we weren't putting out, uh, the quality content that we could have been and there was just a lot going on. And then Danny had like the technical problems on that one episode and I felt really bad. And, uh, a lot of life stuff happening, you know, not stuff that's like super bad, you know, um, just stuff that's just like, Oh man, this is taking up a lot of my time because we're doing this and doing that. And, you know, if Danny and Nick want to tell you about it, they can tell you about it. But, um, for me personally, like, you know, I was, I, I had a bunch of job interviews and stuff like that. And I finally got a job, you know, that I'm, uh, starting in about a week and a half now or actually about a week, a week from now. So, um, yeah, just kind of like a bunch of stuff, like life changing stuff. And then like recently my car fucked up and I had to get like an $800 repair and some other BS. And it was just a bunch of hooey. And so now I'm still kind of figuring out like I got to get new tires now. So there's that, (laughs) there's that. And it's just like a bunch of stuff. So just like, just trying to figure out stuff. So, you know, I, I kind of, we, we had planned, the next the next episodes you guys are going to hear we had planned those a while ago so you know obviously we're prepared for those and we're coming in hot and ready to bring you back the anime summit that's like you know that does the quality stuff you know not saying that are all our convos aren't quality you know um but you know it's just like they could be better you know what i mean so like i just th- this week nick had the ideas like sam why don't you just do that radio hour thing like triple a podcast did um we could just do that you know, we could take the week off and whatever recuperate. So what I've been doing is just trying to recuperate, trying to get extra contact out. I did the radio art thing for you guys this week, and then um, trying to watch a bunch of anime, get caught up for summer season and things like that. And so it's been really nice. It's been, and we always try and tell each other like, hey, you know, if you need to take a week off, take a week off. It just so happened to land at a point where like we all needed it off. It is just like you know, so that was really helpful. So, I just really appreciate you guys' continued support and understanding, you know, and things like that. So, that's kind of where we're at right now, but we're ready to come back full force next week and 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 plan for spooky month and all that stuff. So, I'm excited. Speaking of uh, links um in there, you can also find the Discord and uh, we do manga book club in there. So, um they just voted on the Spooky, the Spooky Month. Um, and I'm trying to find the list. I don't know if Ed made it yet. Ed, he's one of our mods, and he helps put together Manga Book Club and runs it um, along with Danny. Um, I think they did, let's see, I think Pluto is one of them. There's another Junji Ito one also, I because I, they're doing it for Spooky Month, because they do it, Every weekend on Sunday, they they meet. So, you guys should join the Discord just for that because it's really fun. It's getting everyone to read more manga. It's getting me to read more manga, that's for sure. So, but yeah, let's jump into the anime news, shall we? Um, I'm on the wrong page. There we go, dude. Evangelion Ichiban Kuji prizes include long-haired Ray figure. Band Presto's Ichiban Kuji lottery will be offering a figure of a long-haired Ray Ayanami. From she appears in Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 Thrice Upon a Time as the E-Prize of its February 2022 lineup. The lineup features figures and merch that are inspired by the Rebuild of Evangelion Tetralogy. Here's a look at some of the prizes. We have the Ava Unit 1 PVC figure with one of the Lances. We have the Ava Unit 13 PVC figure with the Lance Um. uh, Shinji Ikari PVC figure. Asuka Shikinami Langley, PVC figure, and the Rei Ayanami figure with the long hair. Very cool. Um, The rest of the lineup are the F Prize is a hand towel. The G Prize is Sakosh. H Prize is a clear file set. Last One Prize is AVA Unit 1 PVC figure, Last One Version. Double Chance Campaign Prize, AVA Unit 13 PVC figure. Each attempt at the lottery will cost 680 yen, which is about 6 bucks. The lineup is scheduled to be released in February 2022. Hey, is this something we can do? I totally want to sign up for these. How do you do this? Band Pressos Ichi Ban Kuji Lottery. Dude, I totally want that long-haired ray figure. That's going to be sick. God. Um, Matt Cross, director and designer Shoji Kawamori, designs Reaper skin for Call of Duty Mobile. Um, anime director and mecha designer Shoji Kawamori designed a Reaper character skin for Season 7 of the Call of Duty Mobile game. The anime-inspired Astra skin was made available in game last Thursday. Yeah, very cool. Very Shoji Kawamori. Looks super cool. You know, obviously not a fan of Call of Duty games, let alone mobile games. But that, you know, it's always just cool to see, like, a very famous, like, mecha designers work in, in other stuff, which is super sweet. Um, thought that was worth mentioning. Uh, Sudane Anime Films promo video reveals 2022 debut. Based on the novel from October 2018, the video reveals that the film will open in Japan in 2022 and also lists Takuya Yamamura as the returning director at Kyoto Animation. Um, the story opens up with Minato Narumiya beginning his freshman year at the local Kazumai High School. Mr. Tommy, advisor to the Japanese Archery Club, is seen is keen to recruit Minato as well as childhood friends Seiya Takehaya and Ryohe Yamanochi. Ryohei convinces the reluctant Minato to attend the club's orientation, where he also meets Kaito Onogi and Nanao Kisaragi. Singling out Minato out, um, Mr. Tommy introduces him as a rare Japanese archery talent and asks him to demonstrate in front of everyone. However, Minato's arrow fails to hit the mark because he is affected by a serious condition. Minato, Seiya, Ryohei, Nanao, and Kaito. Japanese archery brings them together. What will attain as they struggle through their beautiful yet bitter youth? Um yeah. Uh Annie, I mean could be cool. I don't know. I'm not really keen on the subject. I mean it kinda seems it's just like a, a club drama, but uh we'll see. You never know. KyoAni is good at writing. Azure Lane franchise gets new console spin-off game, Gridman Dinazon on collaboration. The Azure Lane fourth anniversary livestream announced on Sunday that a new spin-off game project inspired by Shanghai Munju and Xiamen Yangji's Azure Lane smartphone game is launching. The announcement describes the spin-off game as a consumer game the japanese classification for games for consoles for portable game systems as opposed to pcs or phones the announcement did not specify the release platform or the window in the original game for ios and android devices players collect early 20th century warships from various countries and use fleets of six ships to battle enemies shanghai manju and Jamin yangshi developed the game and billy billy released it on in china in may 27 2017 Shanghai YoStar released the game in Japan in September 2017. Yoastar released an English version of the game in 2019. Um, yeah, I have no idea what that has to do with. I guess this new thing they're working on is a collaboration with Gridmon Dinazen On. So maybe we're getting a Gridmon Dinazen On game. That would be sick. Um, let's close that. Hold on a second. Here we go. Aoi Kubo performs Daisy meets Anime Girls theme song. Um. This is that one kind of like watery island one, I think. The Wonder Story is set in motion one summer when Mayase Higa, a listless first-year high school girl who works part-time at the front desk of her family's hotel in Okinawa, meets in, meets Ichiro Suzuki, a mysterious youth who came alone from Tokyo as a hotel guest. Since Suzuki's arrival, deiji things have been happening around Maise, Uh like fish swimming around the room or a giant banyan tree smashing through the hotel ceiling. Deji is an Okinawan word that means totally or very. Uh, so yeah, that movie looks super cool. I really love the style. Really love the colored outlines, like the bold colored outlines. So like the skirt, her the character's skirt is um is blue, right? So like the outline of her skirt is like a darker blue, but the the outline is like really bold. Really like the way that looks. Magne- ma- management of novice alchemist. Get my shop. Light novel gets TV anime. The story follows Sarasa, an orphan girl who had just graduated from the Royal Alchemist Training School. Having received an isolated shop as a gift from her teacher, she embarks on the leisurely life she long dreamt of as an alchemist. However, what awaits her is a shop more decrepit than she ever imagined. Out in the boondocks as she gathers ingredients, trains herself and sells good to become an upstanding alchemist, she tries to lead her own very own slow, relaxed alchemist life. Uh, but yeah, that's getting an anime. So, uh, life-size moving Gundam revealed in Yokohama is powered by wind energy. Yeah, dude, this thing is crazy. Like, it's just, this is the nuttiest fucking thing. Like, they've made life-size Gundams before, right? They have, like, the one that they have, um, in that other part of Japan, I think close to Tokyo or whatever. This one in Yokohama, like, moves. It fucking moves. And it's powered by wind energy. Um... Bandai Namco Group aims to attain the 35% reduction of carbon emissions by 2030, net zero emissions by 2050. So, what, in 30 years, what, I'll be uh, I'll be 60? That'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of nice to see. Aya Uchida performs ending theme song for Let's Make a Mug 2, anime second season. Yes, it's already getting a second season, so uh, it's like that clay, pottery, anime, girls doing cute things. Manga Plus editor says the service is growing fast, but translation costs are high. Shuisha editor Yuta Momiyama, or Momiyama, excuse me, Momiyama, Yuta Momiyama, who manages Weekly Shonen Jump, Shonen Jump Plus, Manga Plus online services, highlighted the current state of the Manga Plus service in an interview with IT Media earlier this month. He explained that the service currently has five million monthly active users, and that a new chapter for a popular series will get one million views. As for comic sales, he said that his gut tells him that 10 to 20% of sales come from overseas. He predicts that in about 10 years, there will be an even split between overseas and domestic sales. If a proper environment for selling manga digitally can be assembled. Although it includes ads, he explained that the priority is making manga's official version as easily accessible as possible rather than monetizing the platform. Um... On the other hand mora said that translation costs are currently very high he said that the quality of machine translation is still very low but that in 10 years it should improve adding that if we can produce high quality translations in many different languages it will be a game changer all over again he also highlighted the company's lack of operational resources for each region and local censorship as pr- as problems saying that the company still lacks knowledge in those areas Thus, it is currently difficult to make swift changes and adjustments as necessary. Yeah, I can't imagine how difficult that is and how they're going to come back from that and how they're going to try and improve on that, you know? Obviously, what we all want is for manga to just be easily as accessible to er everyone as much as possible, right? So, it's interesting, you know, It's, it's, it's kind of like a thing to keep an eye on. Deep Insanity The Lost Child anime reveal second promo, October 12th premiere. So here's some fall hype for you for the anime Deep Insanity The Lost Child. Um, Let's see. This was, like, based on a game from Square Enix, I think, um, called Deep Insanity Asylum. And that's on Steam. Uh, The manga centers on Sirgyu Soul, a boy with a special resistance to us to a disease um that is taking over the world uh and and at antarctica's jack of all trades hildegard olympiada yamada who decided to take on the challenge of heading to the asylum when all the others before them have never returned uh the project is set in a world overrun with the mysterious randolph syndrome that causes sudden comas simultaneously a massive underground realm called asylum was discovered at the south pole as the syndrome's origin Weird creatures unlike any any other on the surface dwell on there. With previously unknown natural resources to cure the Randolph Syndrome, people set foot into the asylum, never to return. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's like a multimedia franchise thing. Uh, Could be interesting, though. Could be interesting. It's like another sci-fi kind of apocalyptic thing. The Case Study of Vanitas is getting a second part, and that premieres in January 2022. So if you're into the show, which I think it's pretty good, to be honest with you, um, it's pretty interesting. Uh, Studio Bones uh plus i love vampires out the character the character design is really nice i love the main character um it's getting a second part in winter so yeah we'll be sure to talk about that when that happens my isekai life tv anime reveals teaser visual 2022 premiere fuck they're, like they're not even trying anymore my isekai life come on dude god get the fuck out of here the story centers around yuji sano who works at a company that is harsh on its employees after bringing some overtime work back home with him, he gets a message on his computer. You have been summoned to an alternate world. It's a game-like world, complete with status bars and skills. Yuji tames a slime monster and thus becomes a tamer. Then, he suddenly attains a second profession, Sage, and awakens magical powers within himself. Yuji's alternate world adventure begins when he follows a slime that's seemingly that's seemingly weakest of all monsters. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, UFotable, so remember when they came under fire because it turns out they were dodging taxes. Uh, UFotable founder Hikaru Kondo admits to evading 138 million yen in taxes. Um, That is about 1.25 million in U.S. dollars in taxes. So, yeah, that's not good. And it's it's especially not good because you kind of wonder, you know, what's going to happen with everything they're working on. Including Demon Slayer and the Fate stuff, and type other Type Moon stuff they were working on, and Token Ronbu and shit. So yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they can come back, or maybe the staff will form a new studio and continue working on it. I don't know. Who knows? Rumble Grandall anime video reveals more staff. Ayana Suzuki's ending song, October Eleventh, abuse. Here's some more fall hype for you. This looks super cool. Um. The story begins in 2019, just before the change in historical eras for Japan. A rift to another dimension suddenly opens in skies above, revealing a turnabout alternate world called Shinkuku Nippon. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, there's, like, this... It's supposed to be, like, a battle kind of survival thing, I think. Sci-fi or whatever. But there's, like, this cool robot in it, and it's supposed to be pretty cool. Hopefully it's pretty cool. We'll see. I feel like I've talked about that three times by now, so I'm sorry about that. Hakuoki Original OVA... Anime unveils teaser staff cast eight song artists. Uh, Otome's Hakuoke Otome game franchise is getting an anime. The Ove will have three episodes that will ship on Blu-ray DVD on December 24th, 2021. Um, returning director Osamu Yamasaki from Studio Dean. The story of the game franchise and its various adaptations centers around the historical Shinsengumi Samurai group in Kyoto during the 19th century. A girl named Chizuru Yukimura arrives in Kyoto from Edo to search for her missing father. She finds herself embroiled in the conflict between the frightening Rosatsu and the Shinsengumi, uh, thanks to a fateful connection with her missing father. So yeah, some samurai shit, dude. Looks pretty cool. Oh, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh fans, if you are wealthy, <laughs> you can emulate Seto Kaiba with his briefcase. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys know the stuff that Konami has been putting out for Yu-Gi-Oh lately. Um other than it's like you know the new sets and everything they recently put out this thing where it was it was like a it was like a a blue eyes white dragon encased in like this glass um casing and it was just one just one blue eyes and it was they're numbered there was only a limited number of them they've now come out with another thing where it's literally Seto Kaiba's, you know, fucking metal briefcase. And in it is encased is three blue eyes, white dragon in dragons encased in like a glass plaque, um, bolted with gold screws and everything. And it sits in the middle of like foam protection in the briefcase. And it's going to run about $300. <laughs> um, yeah, it comes with Seto Kaiba's iconic briefcase plus his entire deck with the original edition artwork and then in- includes three copies of Blue Eyes White Dragon and three new cards which previously only existed in the manga or anime. So, yeah, pretty cool. Um, the Blue Eyes White Dragon cards that are encased in the plaque are the secret rare editions um, and it has an original 25th anniversary logo on the plaque. So, yeah. They're doing a bunch of stuff for its 25th anniversary, so that's pretty much what it is. Um, Funimation announces The World Ends With You, anime's English dub. We have Ben Balma, Balmaqueta or Balmaceta. I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, my friend. Ben Balmaseda as Neku, Sakuraba Neku. Morgan Lurie as Shiki. Van Barjar Jr. as Beat. Danny Chambers as Rhyme. Drew Breedlove as Futoshi. Brandon Potter as Hanekoma. Anthony Dimas Dimasio, as Higashizawa, Andrew Kachino as Kiraya, Christopher we- Weckham as Kitan- Kitaniji, Marisa Duran as Konishi, Brent Mukai as Minami Minam- Minam- Minamimoto, and Jessica Peterson as Yashiro. So yeah, dude. Uh, directed by Kyle Phillips. So there you go. He is the... Uh, he works with uh, Funamotion. Artists draw tribute visuals... For 4K remaster of Mamoru Oshii's Ghost in the Shell film, artist A.C. Bu, who did Pop Team Epic, Omao and Tsuki Mizu and Bust, Bust Skill, drew tribute visuals for the 4K remastered version of Mamoru Oshii's 1995 Ghost in the Shell film. Yeah, these artworks are fucking dope. Um, Bantai Namco Arts is holding a giveaway campaign for film viewers in Japan, Those who follow the VStorage Twitter account, at VStorage, um, and tweet their tickets up for the film will enter to draw to win a B2 poster displaying the four visuals. The campaign will run until October 31st. A 4K remaster will screen in 35 IMAX theaters in Japan from September 17th um, to October 1st and will screen in IMAX theaters in the United States. And I will be sure to tell you about that when it happens, when we uh, get the dates uh pompo the cinephile anime film screens in north america in 2022 yeah this is the film about the the kid who wants to make a movie Um, pompo tells him and is like yeah you make this movie then you fucking bitch and then um yeah so i will make sure i tell you about that as well um no dates right now it just says 2022 um it was slated to open in 2020 in japan but was delayed to march 19 2021 due to various circumstances and then delayed again uh because of the state of emergencies happening and stuff like that <clears throat> Alice Gear Agus OVA anime launches Alice Gear Agus doki actress Darake no mermaid Grand Prix um the original OVA adaptation of is Alice Gear Agus smartphone game launched on Wednesday um but yeah this is based on a smartphone game it's like a, a mecha shooting game or something uh with cute girls obviously because those are the kind of mobile games that sell in Japan nowadays um fucking you know cute battle girls shooting it up i must say the mecha design on these girls are fucking sick though um and uh yeah some of the figures are you know hundreds of dollars and stuff but they look really cool i actually would not mind if there were model kits of this which i th- i think they there were are there not are there or maybe it's kotobukiya kotobukiya kits maybe do they have this in america maybe i should try playing it <laughs> Should try playing it. I like, I like I like battle suit girls. You know, battle suit girls are always fucking cool, dude. Um, Yomiji tonos boku ga aishita subete no kimie, kimio aishita hito no boku sci-fi romance novel gets 2022 anime films. Um, the story centers on a boy who lives with his father. After his parents divorce, he meets a girl named Shiori Sato at his father's research lab, and they begin a relationship that is slowly blossoming into love. But everything changes when their parents decide to marry each other and they decide to move to a parallel world where they are not siblings. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, they're just step siblings. It's not like, I don't know. I feel like if Trisha became like my stepsister, that's not going to like stop me from, I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe that's weird. Maybe because I'm not in the situation. I don't fucking know. But I don't know. Step siblings is one thing. Like blood siblings is another, but step siblings is kind of not that bad. I don't think. Right. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm off base on this one. Maybe I'm crazy. Um, this seems interesting though. I mean, that, that seems like a nice kind of out, right? Like if you have the technology to like, or magic to go to a, a parallel world where that doesn't happen. Yeah. I, I would probably fucking do that. I think everything for demon King, uh, Evologia anime film reveals theme song and videos. I love the character designs in this It's based on a manga. I believe or a light novel. I think it's based on a light novel. Um, oh no, it's based on a manga. The new anime is part of the anime festa, formerly comic festa, anime series of anime shorts that have been streaming and airing since April, 2017. The story begins when an aimless young man named Toshiaki Gozu is killed on page three and resurrected as a background character in a game world. He has been playing Gozu encounters the demon King of Elogia, the game's last boss, whom Gozu has adored since he was little. Gozu begins to woo Evelogia by admitting, I fell in love with you. Together they aim to conquer the world. Yeah, pretty cute. That's pretty... It's pretty adorable. <laughs> that could be cool. I'm excited to see that. Uh, Sorted Online, progressive film trailer, previous theme song highlights an awesome Mito's relationship. Mito is the new character that is in this movie. This movie is supposed to take place during the Aincrad arc, and it showcases... Um, asna becoming the lightning flash and all that good stuff so it's it's it it's it's there to adapt some of the progressive novels and aims at uh, filling in some of the the floors that we did not see in the original ironcra arc and it's called sorter online the movie progressive aria of a starless night and the theme song is going to be uh, by Lisa, and the song is called UK so yeah i'm excited to see that more Ironcrad stuff is never bad, in my opinion. Uh Mi TV anime reveals new promo video and October 4th debut. This is the... Oh, is this the one with the gorilla ch- Okay, yeah, we don't need to talk... We t- God, I've talked about that one four times too. Jesus. Okay, here's a bunch of Gundam news. Ready for this? I'm going to be- spit a bouquet of beauty right here. Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans anime gets nine-part compilation TV special. Sunrise announced on Wednesday that it's producing a new television special compilation of the Mobile Suit Gundam Ironblood Orphans television anime series. The new compilation will have nine parts slated for spring 2022, the same period as the Kito Senshi Gundam Tekatsuno Orphans G smartphone app and the Kido Senshi Gundam Tekatsuno Orphans Ur-Hunt spin-off project. Um, I'm not sure it, the character on the vi- the key visual looks different. I don't know who that character is. Um, It doesn't really give me a plot synopsis or anything. It's just supposed to be part of Iron Blood and Orphan's world or story. And I know that's the Barbatos Gundam or the Barbados Gundam um, in a new form. Um, But yeah, they also announced Yoshikazu Yasuhiko directs Gundam Kukuru's Doan's Island anime film opening in 2022. um, Revealed the Dai Kai Gundam Conference event on Wednesday that it's producing a new anime film titled Mobile Suit Gundam Kukuru's Doan's Island um the film will open in 2022 manga creator and animator yoshikazu yasuhiko will direct the film he had revealed in june that he was working on an unannounced anime film and this was obviously it um the announcement describes the film as a retelling of the 15th episode of the original Mobile Suit gundam television anime the episode itself has been omitted from english releases of the series and this is a retell of that episode in a movie form uh Sunrise reveals also Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. They also revealed during the Dai-2 Kai Gundam conference. Um Kido Senchi Gundam susue no and the Witch from Mercury. Anime will premiere in twenty twenty two. Sunrise opened a website in multiple languages for the anime and also revealed a logo but will reveal other details at a later date. Koji Fujiwara, a Bandai Namco Entertainment chief Gundam officer, stated at the conference about the many announcements made, we are aiming to create a work that even young generations will support. He added, we are making bigger developments than ever before. The series will be the first television anime series in the franchise since Iron-Blooded Orphans. The first season premiered in 2015 and second season in 2016. Yeah, if it's anything like Iron-Blooded Orphans, it'll be cool but not very good. <laughs> Hopefully it's not. I'm very keen on that title though, "The Witch from Mercury." That sounds super badass. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, I still haven't seen Hathaway's Flash, although the Gundam design in Hathaway's Flash doesn't make me super excited. But I heard Hathaway's Flash is a sick movie, and it's supposed to be like three of them films. So we'll see. That being said, they also announced Nike partnership to release Unicorn Gundam and Banshee SB Dunk High colorways. Gundam has collaborated with Nike to release Unicorn Gundam and Banshee colorways for their SB Dunk High Shoes. Each pair comes with a removable Nike swoosh-inspired Unicorn Gundam V-fin antenna that can be detached with the help of Velcro. Also, it looks like the shoes are provided with different colored lacings to portray different types of destroy modes and color schematics. In addition, a special decal sheet is packed in the shoe box, which can be used to design the SB Dunks with the Gundam Touch. Yeah, the the decal sheet is. is they look like the waterside decals that come on uh, Gundams. Um, what's also amazing is there's going to be accompanying model kits that come with these, and they the box the boxes for the gunpla look like shoe boxes, Nike shoe boxes. Um, they do look very cool. Um, if you know anything about the Unicorn Gundam, you know that it has like these different modes, um, and they it changes colors and that's what the laces are for. So you're supposed to be able to change the lace colors to change the modes of like your shoes, um, which is pretty cool. The Unicorn Gundam colorway will release will be released September 24th and 27th in the same in some region for 110 USD. So you 110 dollars. While the Banshee colorway's release is yet to be determined. Definitely would like to. Cop some of those kits. I'm not big on the shoes and plus I, I can't wear them with my feet currently how they are right now. Um I think these are gonna be a P Bandai thing. I'll be sure to keep you updated on that before uh well actually I'll try and keep you updated on it, but like it's gonna that first one's gonna come out the day I record the newscast, so hopefully, you know, I don't know. I would just say keep an eye on it right now, then. (laughs) If you go to GundamKidsCollection.com or try checking P. Bandai also. Good thing I talked about P. Bandai earlier, huh? A couple of Cuckoo's TV anime video reveals now Toyama as Hiro Segawa. The official anime for A Couple of Cuckoo's manga revealed a new key visual and began streaming a new promotional video for the anime on Wednesday... 16-year-old super studier Nag- Nagi Umino, a second-year student at the Magurigawa Academy H- High School, was switched at birth. On his way to dinner to meet his birth parents, he accidentally meets the brash, outspoken uh, Erika Amano, who is determined to make Nagi her fake boyfriend, as she never wants to actually marry. But once Nagi makes it to dinner, he finds that his parents have decided to resolve the hospital switch by conveniently having him marry the daughter his parents raised. Who turns out to be none other than Erica herself. So, yeah. he She's trying to have him as a fake boyfriend. But his parents are trying to get him to marry her. Which it turns out was the same baby that got switched with him later or before that. I don't know. That seems like a big hubbub. But it could be funny. So, we'll see. Um, Satellite Arts offers custom-signed shikishi by Kenichi Sonoda and Kia Asamiya. Uh, this is NSFW, by the way, so if you go looking for this, just make sure it's... I'm telling you now, it's NSFW. The Satellite Arts Delivery Service offers custom-signed shikishi by acclaimed retro anime artist, with a particular emphasis of the works of Kia Asamiya, who did work for Martian Successor Desco and Santa Mobius, Kenichi Sonoda, Gunsmith Cats, and Riding Bean... And the erotic manga artist Yumisuke Kotoyoshi, shoppers can request a character illustration from a secret or secret select list of series and have it specially delivered to them for a price usually between forty thousand to fifty thousand yen, which is about three hundred sixty-three dollars to four hundred fifty-four dollars. The store's Twitter account showed off a sample of recent commissions. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing a Kia Asamiya work of Ruri Hoshino here from Nadesco, and they sign it and everything. Oh my god. These look so amazing. Here's uh the one girl from Gunsmith Cats. I forgot her name already. The blonde the blonde one. Not Rally, but the other chick. Oh my god This one of Ruri is so good. Oh my god. So good. I'm gonna leave that window open. Uh really cool. So, yeah, check that out. Rilakkuma and Kaoru Animator recreates iconic Akira scene in stop motion. Yeah, Kenta Shinohara. Um, if you follow them on Twitter, you can find it. It's at Shinohara underscore Kenta. Uh, they are the person who was responsible for the stop motion animation in Rilakkuma and Kaoru, um, which is a stop motion anime. So, um, yeah, really sweet. I watched it earlier. Super dope. And the vampire dies in no time animator three more cast members premiering October 8th so some fall hype for you as we go into fall season the gag manga centers on Drauk a vampire who is feared as he is rumored to be invincible the vampire hunter Ronaldo goes to Drauk's castle after hearing that Drauk has kidnapped a child but when Ronaldo arrives at the castle he finds that Drauk keeps dying over every small thing and turns into dust Drauk's true nature is that of the weakest vampire of them all so yeah, it's supposed to be kind of like a comedy uh, gag, funny shit. Turns out there's vampires not as badass as rumored to be, and he's kind of a yutz. So yeah, it could be funny. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for you. That's all I got for you for the news. Hope you enjoyed that, and thank you for listening every week. I really appreciate your support and continued uh, support as we gear up to get back in the swing of things here. And just remember that I love you. I love you very much, and I love you just the